it's not an all-out war. It's it's guerrero warfare. Yes, it is. As I Trademark. already said last time, but I I thought it was funny, so I'm saying it again. That's just what they call it in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> they probably do. Yeah. They don't have gorillas. Hello there. Welcome back to Star Wars Total Rewatch, the show where we are watching every episode of Star Wars, movies, television shows, animated series alike. Uh, my name is Aaron. I'm Daniel. And we are inching our way through the Clone Wars. Uh, we're on season five right now, episode four, entitled... Uh, uh, I forgot the title for a second. The, 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 the Very Squishy War. No, no, that's what? not. The Soft War. The Comfy War. The sort of fuzzy kind of war. Yeah. That's not my war. It's too fuzzy. Have you seen those kids' books? It's too fuzzy. It's too soft. Do you know what I'm talking about? I've been reading a lot of kids' books to my kid like, recently. Like uh, Goldilocks. This war is too soft. <laughs> right. This one is just right. Just the right amount of war. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So what, what is a soft war? It is a thing. I, I have heard the term before. It's like um, not a all-out warfare okay soft war tactics it's like economic sanctions and stuff <laughs> okay anything short of armies fighting each other basically non-violent yeah but there probably could be like some protests and things yeah i don't know this war is not very soft yeah it's like it's like maybe like one of those couches that just kind of has a real thin layer of fabricy stuff on oh, top. Oh, like a futon with a really thin mattress. Yeah, like it's <laughs> slight extra level of comfort, but it's sure not much. No, no, it's the worst. Pretty solid, yeah. Because they're still definitely blowing stuff up and shooting stuff. So like, I don't know. Yeah, this episode is more terrorist attacks. And then um, this droid general shows up, kind of lays down the law, and then they uh, are going to assassinate the former king. Oh, you're going to execute him. That's right. Public execution. But he is rescued, saved at the last moment. My takeaway from this episode is basically that ending section. Yeah, that's the most significant part of it, for sure. Rescuing the king from peril. Um, to, but yeah, I mean, there's other good stuff that happens. Too. Yeah, we get the solo mission by Saw. Solo. Yeah. What? Nothing. Every every word is a Star Wars word <laughs> it is, now. Yeah. You can't help it. Like the word Saw. Yep. We talked about Stila getting voted in charge of her rebel organization. Right. They liked her uh, her level headedness. Right. Versus Saw, because he uh, just runs on out there. Yeah, they put down a bunch of hologram transmitters for uh, Stila to give a speech to the people, to rally them to their cause. Yeah, a giant hologram. That's fun. Look at this. I'm just, I didn't notice all these background characters. 
Oh, you're just pausing it and seeing everybody in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of different races going on. Are they on holding here. hands? Oh, Tagruta and a Twi'lek. Yeah. Holding hands there. Yeah. Both got the uh, head tentacles, you know. Right. They got that in common. They do. They can bond over that. <laughs> they can bond. I don't think I want to see them bonding over their head tentacles. No, <laughs> that'd be like uh, like Avatar. <laughs> So overall, it's a pretty good episode. I think we were talking maybe off mic last time about this. This arc is a pretty good arc. Mm -hmm. But the first couple of individual episodes, there isn't a lot that happens in each one of them. But as a whole, it's a lot of neat stuff happening. You know, a pretty developed story and a lot of good characters and introduction of some characters. It's fun to see Onderon and there's a lot of uh, good subtle politics and king rescuing and stuff yes yes there's the um former general who is replaced by that droid who is a very interesting character yeah what do you think of the droid of the droid i know i mean the the general who gets replaced by the droid i like his character you like him okay gotcha i was gonna say the, the droid, the droid, is, droid is too like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just funny that they're like, we're sending in someone like really intense to take over this operation. And like, I don't know, this droid doesn't seem like... He seems really dumb. One, one track mind of just send out more <laughs> troops. Right, like I don't feel like Count Dooku is really sending his best men or droids in on this thing. Kalani is his name. That's the robot's name? That doesn't sound like a robot name. It doesn't, I know. Not Malani. Kalani. <laughs> no relation, presumably. But he's got a lot of info on his Wikipedia. Hmm. It says he refused to answer to an identification code, so they gave him the name Kalani. <laughs> like, what? That's already very strange. Yeah, I'm curious what his deal is. I don't know. It doesn't really say it. Uh, he, he has some very ornate decoration on his metal plating. Yeah, I saw that. It's really different. I th he looks like one of those tactical droids. We've seen them. Like, he is that type of droid, but he just looks really fancy. Well, he's got, like, uh, looks like he's wearing armor. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Wearing a helmet or something. Yeah, there's not a lot about, like, why that would explain why he looks like this or anything else here, but I don't know where this information comes from. The Clone Wars character encyclopedia. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I almost, I don't know. It crossed my mind a while back that I should have ordered one of those. Yeah. To, as a reference, for, reference for doing this show. That's too much. <laughs> my brain. But, yeah, this is the first time we see him. So it's not like he has a backstory in comics or something. No, I think they just developed a little more uh, for his bio. Right. But he does a lot. After this, he uh, he will appear in Rebels. Yeah, maybe just one episode, but uh... I have yeah, I don't remember that. I'm I'm gonna have to keep an eye out yeah. for him now. Yeah, I was. I mean, I didn't want to like spoil Rebels episodes, but I saw that and I was like, that's awesome. That's good. I'll I'll have to watch for that. Mm -hmm. Kind of a strange character to carry over. Like he looks cool, but he just if he was some kind of like incredible strategist, you know. That would have been like, wow, what a cool like character. Right, but like he, character. he, he just... wasn't that good at his job. Yeah. No, I imagine it's just like 
like us now, just saying like there's just a little bit more to him than an average droid. Yeah, it makes me feel like I I want to know what is up with him. Yeah, yeah. There's been a few other characters in this series that I've felt like, oh man, I want to see more of that character. They just seemed interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Just kind of comes down to the design phase of certain characters. They probably just came with a cool design, and they're like, we're just going to roll with it. (laughs) <laughs> and make up some reasons later. <laughs> That's a very Star Wars thing to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you were talking about the uh the other general who gets replaced and uh gradually comes to to realize he really ought to be on the side of his people. Yep. And not working change with of these, heart. Uh, yeah. Change of mind anyway. I think his heart was always in the right place. Well, and like we've said, this guy is the recognized leader of the planet. I'm not real clear, like, was he elected or did he just sort of get placed in charge? I don't know if it ever actually said specifically. But it does seem like the general is trying to uphold, he's trying to serve his government. Yeah, I think everybody does feel like they need to respect this guy as their leader. It could be the case where the separatists kind of worked him into a position of power because he, you know, promised loyalty or something to them. Mm. I could see that happening. But, uh, yeah, I think that all goes out the window when he starts planning to <laughs> have a public execution of their former king. Yeah, yeah. That's who crazy. everybody like, really likes better than him anyway. For some reason, he thinks that's going to be a good look for him. No, that's basically this, like the last straw for yeah. everyone. Uh, yeah, so saw's solo mission he goes off on his own just he decides he's going to rescue the former king now rather than they were planning to wait for the time of the uh execution and rescue him then but yeah just uh sneaks right in there and then finds out there's a one-way shield yeah so he basically just breaks himself into prison and then like can't get out so that was funny Good plan. So a one-way shield. I like that idea, though. That's, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Because you can't see that it's there until you try to go out. Yeah, yeah. And they were just like, "Yeah, come and save him. We'll trap you in here too." Do you think it was a trap, or is that just like a? Is it cheaper for a shield <laughs> to only work one way? It's <laughs> just because of uh, budgetary reasons. You don't. We don't need the other side of the shield. <laughs> We only need it facing one way. Right. Well, what's the shield for? Just, I guess it's a prison. To keep the king in? I know. They don't care if anybody else comes in. Yeah, well, it's what I kind of felt like it was a rat trap or something. You know? Yeah. It's up on the roof, though. You know what would actually happen if, if you did it that way? You'd have, like, hundreds of birds just trapped in there. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. All kinds of stuff would get trapped in there. Yeah. So maybe not very practical. We get a classic electrocution torture scene (laughs) they really do this a lot they really do (laughs) the torture droid over there but yeah so because they captured saw and so they're i don't know questioning him i guess and then the the general this is where he starts to say oh we're going too far with he's disagreeing with kalani kalani that really does sound like an ewok name does and um maybe there's an ewok in there yeah, that's why it's so good. Darth Vader situation. Darth Wicked. So this general is named Akinathan Tandon. Akinathan. 
they call him General Tandon, just sits down and talks to Saw. That's a very reasonable conversation. I thought it was good. He seems like a good man, like definitely is willing to listen, but he's got his loyalties. And we see that Saw had an effect. So, you know, he didn't save the king and was was unsuccessful, but it still had an impact, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I actually hadn't really realized that he did anything productive with his plan, but he did. I mean, that guy might have stepped in anyway, like, just because how crazy this is, but yeah. Anyway, to me, this is the part I really remember f- from this episode is the, the whole, like, last 10 minutes last or five, so. five, 10 minutes, yeah. It's just a great scene, I think. They've, they've got the king all ready to go with this, like... Basically like a, like a force field guillotine kind of. <laughs> it is, yep. <laughs> like they turn it on and off once somebody's in, in place. Yeah, they've got some magna guards that do some kind of spin move with their staffs. It's weird. But yeah, it's like the they're all waiting for their time to go up there. And uh, at the last minute, of course, they rush up there, which is a cool scene on its own. You get uh, kind of a long shot. All the rebels running up there and and uh, taking out different guards and yeah, yeah. the guards. It was well coordinated. This right, look at this shot here. Mm-hmm. Look how long this goes. It's a oneer. Yeah, it is, and and it's a good one. Oh yeah, one of the rebels dies. She actually has a name. Like I think this is Dono. There's a few of these background rebels that we see, and you kind of figure they are not actual characters because they kind of all look unremarkable but she's the only one that has a name as far as i know of the background guys and of course she dies for the emotional impact of the scene but what i thought was really good filmmaking is ahsoka's response to this whole thing she doesn't say anything but you can just see she's gonna step in she really wants to step in right like she's not supposed to get involved and because we know from what they set up in the previous couple of episodes if she does get involved it's gonna draw yeah the whole republic into this war and you can't have that but she knows she's got to can't let these people die so she's striding very purposefully like through the crowd right up to the front almost and then doesn't have to do anything because right. the general has a change of heart at the last second. No, I was thinking if if she did jump in, it really would have had a different appearance, you know, the whole event. They were going to, like, execute all of the rebels here. Oh, yeah. And I was was thinking, like, what if they did, you know? If she wasn't there or if she decided not to step in, which, man, I don't, I don't know how you wouldn't. <laughs> couldn't step in at that point. But if if the king decides to execute all of them there, now they've become martyrs, and I think it would have had the same end result, except that, you know, her friends would have died, which would obviously be yeah. sad. But. No, no, yeah. Either way, I don't think this guy is going to stay in power very long. The rebellion needed to come from the people of Onderon, not from the Jedi. So it, it is important that she didn't right. act there. It's important that it was the people, and even that general is one of the people as well. That's a very good point, yeah. They've got to know that it was their doing. Yep. So they escape with the king, but then Ahsoka steps in. (laughs) Yeah, I know. She kind of runs in and does something anyway, but like, at this point, uh, yeah, it's more self-defense, I guess you could say. She um, protects the general. Yeah, she she helps that general to escape. And we see the people resisting. So it kind of help them escape, I think. Yeah. You can't just shoot all the people. No. Then who are you going to rule? Right. Right. Doesn't work. Yes. Ruler of none. 
So, good episode. Was there anything that happens at the end that I'm forgetting? I feel like that's I don't it. I think so. A little romance. <laughs> yeah. The, for anybody anybody itching to know, yeah. it's still up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> but it is uh, thankfully not the focus of the episode. Yeah, this one less so. Uh, and I, I guess all that's left to say is that struggles often begin and end with the truth. And the next episode is called Tipping Points. Which will be the end of the arc. It's a wrap. Thank you.